Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Droid Life Show, episode 82. It's April 10th, Friday, April 10th. Uh, I'm your host, Kellen. With me, Tim. Say hi real quick. Hey, guys. How's it going? Tim here. So thanks for joining us. We have, uh, well, there's not a lot of topics to talk about, but there's two really big ones. So Tim and I each publish our reviews that we've sort of been gearing up towards for the uh, the last week. Mine of the Galaxy S6, Tim's of the Galaxy S6 Edge. So I think mine went up Wednesday and yours went up just like moments ago. So it's still hot off the presses. And uh, we, we kind of want to just talk about, you know, final thoughts there. Obviously, today is Galaxy S6 and Edge launch day. It's also HTC One M9 launch day. So it's kind of a big, well, it's also Apple Watch pre-order day and it's Star Wars on Google Play Day. There's kind of a lot going on. It's, it's weird that April 10th became this massive day. Also, random note, it's April 10th and Verizon is selling a phone on a Friday instead of Thursday like they always do. Just randomly throwing that out there. Uh, so we want to talk through those. And then we do have some other topics. Uh, I, just maybe some thoughts to quickly share about some of the early Apple Watch reviews that are out there. Uh, just to see if you know they're it's doing anything really different uh, or groundbreaking that Android Wear is not. There's some G4 things. LG's made some official announcements. We have a new One M9. Uh, yeah, so let's just dive in this uh, Galaxy S6 review. So I posted mine on Wednesday, and uh, you know we talked about our initial impressions last week quite a bit, uh, but. Basically, it comes out of this. This this is probably the best Android phone ever made. Like, <laughs> I, like and it, it sounds so fanboyish and weird, and I'm sure now I'm biased or whatever that even means these days with with uh, commenters. Uh, I'm probably getting paid by Samsung or something to say that, but hmm. it's just one of those phones. Like you pick it up, it feels pretty. Well, first of all, you know, before you pick it up, you look at the phone. And it looks cool. Front to back, glass, metal, color changes. It looks nice. Uh, sure, it has a home button, um, which I, we could all do without. But it looks nice. And then you pick it up, and it fits like perfectly in your hand. It's not oversized. has a 5.1-inch display, but it's been rounded around all the edges, so the glass is sort of seams together. You can hold it in your hand. You can use it with one hand, which you guys know I'm a big fan of one-handed use. Uh, performance wise is amazing. Um, the camera is like out of this world. Good. Like I, I'm, the iPhone six is the only other camera that even comes close to this thing. In my opinion, it's so good and fast. It focuses fast. Shutter speeds fast. It's good in low light. It's good in any light. It's good in macros. Um, you know, touch whiz is touch whiz, but I can cover that up with things, right? I can use a third party launcher. I can use other apps i don't have to use their crappy calendar app and their messaging app and all that stuff i don't use any of that stuff anyway so touch is what it is all i care about now is the touch is no longer slow and the doesn't hamper performance on the phone uh the only real issue okay so you mentioned this in your review which we'll get to in a second but uh so there's no sd card slot there's no removable battery it's not waterproof and i'm i'm with you and what you said like that stuff doesn't matter to me and also, like you said, you know, Apple sells bajillions of phones and none of their phones have any of that stuff and never have. So it's not, I think there's a pretty small population. And granted, there, there was a lot of them on Android because they had the choice, uh, but that really, really need that stuff. I, I, for one, am like you, I don't necessarily need that stuff. Uh, the only other thing then 
and this scared the hell out of everyone, I think, is my battery life numbers. Um, and so every, everyone else that reviewed the phone before us basically said like battery life is it's average. No one said it's great. So my numbers, they scare everyone. And I feel like they scare everyone every time I post them because I'm one of those guys that gets about two hours of screen on time per day. And I, with this phone, I'm getting 11 to 13 hours of use. And so everyone in our comments always says like, that's terrible. Like, how are you not have like five hours of screen on time? Uh, how can you even review a phone if you only have two hours of screen on time? Uh, th- those are my favorites. Uh, basically, I, I, like I use my phone for email and messaging and checking basketball scores and Instagram and I use it throughout the day. Um, I also sit at a computer all day, so I don't need to look at my phone for five hours a day, but I use it a lot. Trust me. I use my phone a lot and it dies pretty quickly because I clearly only get, you know, 11 to 13 hours of use. So I, I will say this though. My battery numbers always seem to be insanely low compared to what all of our readers say they get on phones. So, you know, you can always take my numbers and just add a couple hours on, add a couple hours of screen on time. I I know that's not scientific, but (laughs) I feel like every time I review a phone, somebody goes, Oh, I'm getting like seven hours of screen on time and like a day and a half of battery with the same phone. I don't believe them, but that's apparently what happens outside of my house. So uh, uh, that's the only thing. Battery life people are worried. Look, 11 to 13 hours uh, with this small of a battery uh, and two hours of screen on time that that's basically average. Like I get that on my Moto X, which I think has an even smaller battery, uh, on the G three. I think I was getting around that, um, on the HC one M nine. That's pretty much what I'm getting. I don't know. So it's average. A lot of people think it's terrible to me. It's average. So, uh, anyways, yeah, like this is the phone I would tell every single person, to buy right now. If they're buying an Android phone, I'd say just buy the Galaxy S6. And the battery life will probably be better for them than it is for me. So it's got the best camera and the best display. And it looks nice. I don't know. Uh, my like my thoughts are pretty simple. And it was one of those things where I picked this phone up and kind of instantly knew, like, wow, this is a really nice phone. And it's going to take a lot for somebody to uh dethrone this as the best phone of right now. And and look, LG could blow my mind and this could be short-lived for samsung motorola could do something too could be short-lived but right now like the bar is set pretty high and i think that's cool because that means everyone else has to work their ass off to get better so yeah that's sort of my my galaxy s6 review do you want to uh, whip through your thoughts today after the s6 review s6 edge review yeah sure um basically the s6 and the s6 edge to me are pleasing to about all five senses Um, I guess even if you smell it, it's pretty good. Um, (laughs) It looks good, feels good. Um, Basically, my whole spiel was that the phone is completely legit, but what I tried to harp on the most is, is it kind of worth the extra $100 over the S6? Now, to me, I didn't use any of the special features that Samsung bakes in because I find them to be rather useless. Um, I, I can't use People Edge because... Even if I did have five friends in my life, um, I don't call or text them using Samsung's own app. So there's no way to implement Hangouts or the Hangout Dialer. So I can't use any special third-party applications through People Edge. I'm not going to use Edge Lighting because never in the history of ever have I really wanted to put my phone face down. Um, that way, like say, you know, coming from the Moto X, that has active display or Moto display. 
um, I can just kind of hover over and get a quick glance at what's going on. There's nothing like that on the Samsung S6 Edge. So um, it's just my habit to kind of have the screen facing up towards me, uh, I guess just from a habit from having the Moto X 2013 to the Moto X 2014. It's just always there so I can see what's going on. So it's a bit different in that sense, in that regard. But other than that, like you said, the camera, redonkulous, totally awesome, only comparable to the iPhone 6 and the Galaxy Note 4, in my opinion. Note 4 also takes some pretty quality shots. That's true. The Note 4 does have a really good camera. Yeah, pretty. it's same 16 megapixel, um, possibly an updated sensor, but same size. Humongous. Um, when you're like, it took forever to upload all the photos just to my gallery uh, for the review because each file is like six uh, six megabytes. So uh, going beyond that, you know, I touched on no SD card, removable battery, and all that. No waterproof. I mean, really, none of those things. Like, say the S5 had all that, which it did, and it really wasn't that awesome of a phone. So to me, if they take that away and just make a better phone with software and design and the build quality, then it's going to be fine. I don't think it necessarily needs SD card, removable battery, and waterproofing to make it a success. Because the S5, and no definition of the word success, it was. So, if that makes sense. It was all Yoda, but I got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Star Wars Day for me, so I was <laughs> watching too much Yoda. So, um, going beyond that, yeah, battery. My battery life was also average. I was averaging from my morning, which uh, starts at 7.30, 8 a.m. every morning, um, to about mm, 10.30, 11. Sometimes if I'm feeling younger, I'll go out to like midnight or something. But I was getting, you know, a solid day, but I, too, was getting around two hours you know, two and a half tops of screen on time. You know, maybe we just use our phones a little bit differently. What I use my phone for is, uh, you know, say I'm at home on Wi-Fi, I'll watch YouTube videos, I'll definitely check Instagram, check Phoenix, the Twitter app that I use. Really not much else. Email, of course, Hangouts especially. But I feel like the people who use their phone five hours of screen on time, I don't know exactly what they're doing on their phones all day. Maybe they're, maybe that's their only way of like streaming content, like sports or something like that. So sure. I could imagine that you'd want the biggest battery possible, but I mean, frankly, the S6 and the S6 Edge won't deliver that for you. I don't think, at least from my testing, I I don't even know if I could get five to six hours of screen on time with this thing. Maybe if I just had like a blank black screen going the whole time I could, but I mean, when I when when you're say watching Netflix and you know you're streaming full HD, I, the battery just sort of starts to trickle, and there's not really much you can do about it. Um, it. It's not about turning down the display's brightness or anything like that, or tweaking with the settings. There's just not much you can do. It, they're not that big of batteries, and it's a super thin phone. Samsung just couldn't do any better, I suppose. TouchWiz, like I said, jank is gone. Um, I'm loving TouchWiz. I mean, not necessarily loving it, let me be clear, but it's definitely better <laughs> than what it was, you know, say on the S5 and even on the Note 4 bit. TouchWiz is very intrusive and uh, counterintuitive to how Android, I feel like, is supposed to be kind of simple and just sort of you're able to customize things and get work done, multitask. TouchWiz made that a pain by being uh, slow. So when you do want to multitask and switch through apps and back and forth, it takes longer because the phone is like loading and lagging all over the place and frame rates are dropping. So with this one, with I used um, the stock TouchWiz launcher 
now that the review is done, I'll probably check out Nova and see how awesome it is and how fast and awesome it is. But the basic Samsung TouchWiz launcher seemed fine to me. Um, of course, I deactivated the Flipboard little slide out thing from the side. I don't, oh I don't God, use, that thing is so terrible. Yes. I know. I use. I don't use Flipboard, so right it's there. it's fine. I would suggest everyone else just turn it off immediately mm-hmm. and use Newsstand or Feedly or something. Other than that, uh, I talked about the S6 Edge features, uh, the benefits or lack thereof. Um, talked about pricing. And uh, pretty much that was it. Performance, camera was good. Display is legit. So, I mean, the only thing really different about the phone is that the display kind of, you know, uh, goes down the sides, curves down the sides of the display, unlike the regular S6. And I don't know if it's worth it. I like it. Personally, I like it. So uh, there's a lot of people who just don't like it. So, of course, they're not going to pay an extra 100 bucks. But for the, for the people out there who like the look and the feel of the phone, and aren't so concerned about you know paying extra hundred dollars for features that might not necessarily be worth it, like people ledge and all that. You know, go for it if you like the design of a phone. You know, do you? And that's fine. Don't let anyone stop you. Um, both phones are fantastic. I think we've had a great time reviewing them, and we're gonna keep using them until something better comes out, which may be a while. Cause, I mean, who knows about the G4? We're seeing varying stuff going on. So. We'll see. That's the uh, S6 Edge for me. That's hard to say sometimes. S6 Edge. Yeah, it is. Just S6 in general. S6. S6. Yeah, it's it's like... So, yeah, that's that's it for me. So, the Edge... uh, So, you like it. I I still don't know. I haven't... I have one here. I haven't spent, like, any time with it whatsoever. No. Um, Because now I'm back on the M9 because I need to get that review out there uh, for those interested. So after the, the M9 review, then I'm going to try to try to spend like some quality time with this. But it, I think we kind of talked about this last week. There isn't a lot of software features for it. And so, well, unless, yeah, you use the stock texting app and the stock email app, which I don't think anyone does. Um, okay. Normal people probably do just not tech people that read droid life. Uh, so it, it comes down to, do you think it looks cool? And do you not mind holding it in your hand? Like, it, instead of there, it being based on features, you just have to go, do I want a phone that just looks a little bit different and looks pretty cool? And, and that's what's still tempting me about it, is, is like, I kind of do want a phone that just looks kind of cool. Like, when I pull it out, when I pull it out... <laughs> When I'm when I'm somewhere and I pull the phone out of my pocket, like there's a is do I want there to be an opportunity for someone to be like, whoa, that phone's different and cool? Maybe, uh, and it certainly is. You know, like I have them sitting right next to each other, and it does just look cool. Like the regular S6 kind of just looks like a normal phone, just like a really premium version. S6 clearly looks like it's something different you've never seen before. So. You know, maybe they'll maybe they'll build on the software side of it and make it more functional. I just want them to add in uh, to all that people edge stuff. Add in like other apps, like Hangouts and Gmail for one. Like that would help. That would make it instantly more valuable, or just allow you to add other apps to it. I, I can't imagine that it's. Wait, so what happens if you slide out and hit the text button? Does it just open the text app, or is it like a pop up? Does it just open an app? Is that all it's doing? Is launching an app? Yeah, all it does is just open up the text number in the stock app. Okay. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, I'm just trying to think like why couldn't they do that with like Hangouts? Like what's well, well, holding them back? The right, copying well, of the phone number and then placing it into Hangouts? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, I don't know why. Say the first time you do it, it asks which app you want to open it in, type of deal. I mean, that's really what Android should be all about. Yeah. You know, you decide what app you want, you know, right. a function to run through. And Samsung's just not about that life. <laughs> They're about yeah. you using their stuff. And I think we mentioned this last week too. Like this is how multi-window first started. I remember multi-window right. was, it was so limited Super to just limited. a couple of their apps. And then they finally slowly after a couple of updates opened it up. I just got to hope that that's what they do here to make it somewhat, somewhat more useful. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It, we have to go back to this face down thing. So Samsung makes a phone and they're telling you to like put it face down on surfaces that scares the hell out of me. I look every time I put a phone face down, I get nervous that it's going to scratch. And it, like I make sure I wipe the, you know, surface clean like cuz I don't want there to be anything. Uh, do people do that? Like is that a thing? Like do people actually put their phone face down all the time? I'm just it, curious. It's possible. Like I mean they must, right? Samsung says that they do. Although I mean say we kind of make the joke like whenever we do a review or we take pictures of phones, we'll put the display down on rocks or yeah, whatever it was. Fun, we're, yeah. we're very delicate. But, you know, that's not how we go around, you know, the house throwing phones face down or anything right. like that. It's just not something we do. No, it's not. So, you know, again, we're we're different from everybody. <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah. I, it's just, I'm just curious about that. You know, like, that's one of the cooler features. Like, if you have special colors set up or whatever, you can get a call, but you have to place True. the phone face. I just... I guess I in a meeting, say if you're you're an important businessman, you are the, you know director of marketing for a big company and you're in a board meeting and you're with all the other executives and you don't want to disturb anyone, but you want to be able to know when your phone is going off. You know, if you have that light going on, the cool thing is that say, if it is someone important, you can tell who it is by the, the color that is being shown. And then if you're too busy, you know, talking to the CEO, talking about Q1's numbers and all that, you can just put your finger down on the heart rate monitor and it'll kind of shut it off. Or it well actually it'll send a quick reply to that person saying hey I'm busy right now I'll text you later, so I mean it it there's a use case but I don't know how often I'm going to be you know like the director of marketing at a company where I'm going to need that so I mean again I've had every single feature enabled for the past week I didn't use a single one in my personal life once. <laughs> Not even like the tap to like get some Yahoo sports scores or something. Oh, hell no. I can't trust Yahoo sports scores. I I wouldn't trust them either. Exactly. So I just don't, I just don't do it. Well, that's another feature that doesn't have anything extra built in. Like for notifications, it doesn't show you like hangouts notifications, right? It's just Mm -hmm. text and the email and the, and the dial and and missed calls. Yeah. So, I mean, if I even got calls, I mean, I would probably answer the phone and not let it go get missed. So right there, that's only two out of three things. I could use. I don't use the stock messaging app and I don't use their email. So I will never be able to use it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm hoping then, then yeah, they try to fix that situation. Otherwise it just seems way too limited. So I, yeah, I don't see why they couldn't add Gmail or Hangouts or something right. like that. You know, I mean, it's got a billion sensors on the front. Like why not be able to be able to wave my hand in front of it. And then that little support side portion comes on and shows me my, my notifications or something. Oh, instead like of that. that, like rubbing motion you have to yeah, do. I'm not rubbing my phone. It's just, it's dumb. They should have just made it like a, a double tap or something. Anything, anything is better than the up and down rub on yeah, the side. I'm with it's, you on that. It's awkward. So basically it comes down to, do you like the look of the galaxy S six edge? If you like the look, Go for By it. By all means, go for it. You do have to pay an extra hundred bucks, 
uh, depending on the model. So you have to kind of decide if that's, but yeah, if you want the newest of the new, the most different phone available right now that has all the features of the regular S six, it's certainly uh, an option there. It's a hot phone. I mean, no, no arguing that I've had a, uh, so since today's launch day, I've had at least like three people just hit me up on hangouts and go, Oh my God, I have the phone and it's the nicest phone ever. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't just making all that stuff up when I said it about it. Like it really is an amazing tra- phone. I thought you were trying to get paid. I was trying to get paid by <laughs> Samsung, but uh, I, I don't have any money yet. So uh, apparently it's not check. paying off enough. Yep, the check has not. I guess I just need to write greatest phone ever made <laughs> like in bold or something that maybe they'll buy that or something. Uh, anyways, it's it's awesome. And everyone that owns the phone can't seem to shut up about it either. So uh, yeah, I mean, if you look, if you don't need a new phone, we get, you know, I'm not telling you like if you just bought a Nexus six to sell it on Swappa and go buy a galaxy S six. But if you're in the market for a new phone, like this is the phone you should buy. Yeah. If you're coming to towards an upgrade from the S four or you're on like the next with the S five or whatever, you get something every year. Yeah. Definitely make the switch. Definitely mm-hmm. worth it in every sense of the word, I think, regardless if you get the S6 or S6 Edge. I would think so, too. Um, let's see. So uh, we'll just touch on this quickly. So there was like a fake bend gate situation for the Galaxy S6 Edge. So, Benghazi? Yeah, yeah, Benghazi. Um, so uh, that happened because, well, Samsung stood on stage at their unveiling of the phone and was like, it doesn't bend or something like that. So, of course... It's Square Trade, right? They're the uh, they're the insurance peddler, I believe. So Square <laughs> Square Trade created the Bend Bot after iPhone sixes Bend Gate, and uh, they put the Galaxy S six Edge under pressure, and uh, it cracked under an enormous amount of pressure that like your hands can't recreate. And so yes, it cracked and it bent, but everyone took the headlines and they created this fake bend gate. It was all a load of crap. Anyway, Samsung was dumb enough to like respond to it. And then not only were they dumb enough to respond to it, they then like told Square Trade, like, you need to redo your tests and publish the public whatever findings. And it's like, no, you don't want them to give them more headlines. Like, yes, this is what Square Trade wants to sell more insurance policy. It it was stupid. The like the bottom line is yes, anything is going to bend if you put enough pressure on it with a robotic bend bot. Like <laughs> Jesus, stupidest thing I've ever seen. Uh, but if you have a hand, the phone, it's not going to bend if you sit on it or use your hands to try to bend it. You probably can't do it. So, anyways, uh, let's see. Any final words about S six or S six Edge? Uh, final words. Uh, I guess I'm really looking forward to the Note 5. That phone's probably going to be... It's going to be large, but I mean, it's totally going to be badass. I mean, I know it doesn't have anything to do with the S6, but these phones sort of, you know, they kind of they pave the way for what to expect with the Note 4, and yeah. I have high hopes. Although, you know, I'm I'm assuming Note 5 will have non-removable battery. I yeah. hope it sticks with an SD card. I mean, that... The, the Note series needs an SD card. I mean, we'll see, but trust me, the internet will just light up in fire if the Note 5 does not have SD card. Does Samsung go Note 5 and Note 5 Edge? They probably have to, right? I think they'd have to, unless the Note Edge right, unless the Note Edge just really didn't sell all that well, and they're like, hey, we can just sort of axe that one. I don't yeah. see them doing that, but it's possible. How expensive 
Well, I guess how much is the note edge right now? Is it like 400 on contract? It oh, must be right. Cause the notes 299, I think I haven't even looked. I'm going to look right now though. You can keep talking and I'll look. Yeah. That's, that's actually a good point though. This sort of paves the way for the note. So is the note, I mean, is this what we're going to get with the note? Just a giant version with like the double glass panels and that's what I expect. Or are they going to give us like leather or something? They gotta go double glass, right? They've gotta go double glass. Oh, geez, uh, yeah, this phone is four hundred dollars on a two-year contract, eight hundred dollars full price, and that's thirty-two gig only. Wow! So, but oh, it has the SD card and all that. Sure, it's got an SD card and whatnot, yeah. but like you know, that's not worth four hundred dollars. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, that that's gonna be fun to watch as the as the uh, note leaks start coming. Actually, didn't Sam Mobile just have a some sort of Note Five leak? I swear they did. Was it yesterday possibly? I think it was yesterday afternoon and we were just too busy to get to it. But it was like 4K display. Where was that? Oh, here. No, Mm. that's something else. I think you're thinking of something else. I don't think so. I saw it somewhere. And Sam was the only one that ever reports on all this random Samsung stuff. I saw something yesterday about like Super AMOLED. 4k display or something like that it sounded ridiculous and i was like well you know duh i mean it makes sense that they're going to upgrade i mean crazily the uh the note 4 um features like ultra hd ultra hd that's what it is which is like 4k well i think (laughs) same thing like the um the the words that they call it is always changing depending whether we're talking about smartphones or TVs and monitors. I think this one they would put the little 2K in there and not actual 4K. Oh, so it wasn't Sam Ol that reported it. They just via a source that I don't need to mention because they're... I know. Yeah, okay. I saw that report and I was like, okay, I saw, I saw the source and I was like, never mind. We can ignore that one for days. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, anyways, No 5 will probably be awesome. Um yeah, so final, I don't know that I have any final word. It's like the, the Galaxy S6, it'll be the phone that'll be my personal phone once I'm done with the M9 and, and you know, and then we're just preparing for the G4 at that point. Yeah. Uh, but between the S6 and the M9, like to me, it's not really that close. Like if, you, if you're looking at the two phones, I would tell everyone probably to go S6 just because the upgrades there are just so much better. But yeah, so for me personally, it, it's going to be my personal phone until, uh, you know, something uh, wows me even more than that. So, and, and look, hopefully somebody does. It's not like I just want Samsung to win here. No. I would love it if the G4 is better than the S6. That would be awesome. That means like we're pushing forward and people are creating amazing phones. Or if Motorola beats the S6, like that's awesome. We want that to happen. We want everyone to keep beating each other and beating each other. Uh, I, don't, I don't know though. This is going to be tough to do. Unfortunately, I can pretty much guarantee you that the G4 will not beat the S6. I mean, even looking at the short, like, two-minute little teaser video they did and the, mm. that one screenshot of the homepage of the new UX that they're using, that is so ugly. And um, So should we, should we transition over to G4 then? Because there's some yeah, new stuff. let's do it. Okay. Sure. All right, so G4, uh, LG does this thing, which Samsung actually did this year with the S6, um, where they they basically tell you individual features kind of leading up into the unveiling. And so they told us, uh, number one, that yes, it has LG's UX 4.0. 
that they're going to give out 4,000 G4s to people before it ever gets in the hands of anyone else. And that it has a 16 megapixel F 1.8 camera. So those are like official details. Uh, it's coming April 28th uh, event in New York. And then there's another one simultaneously like in Paris or something. I can't remember. And then I think the next day there's a couple more around the globes. So anyways, we'll be at the New York event uh, to bring you that coverage. I think they're also live streaming it so everyone can watch. Uh, so April 28th, mark that on your calendars. Um, so yeah, they're, they're doing the teasing thing. Um, but yeah, I, like I haven't seen, okay, the, we should talk about the camera. I don't want to discount the camera. So the galaxy S six uses a 16 megapixel F 1.9 camera. So this has a larger aperture. And so it should be faster, capture more light. We're just going to assume it has OIS because LG has been putting OIS in all their cameras. So in theory or on paper, it could be better than the Galaxy S6's camera, which is already insanely good. It all is going to come down, obviously, to what LG's doing when it's processing images, if it's if it can be better than what Samsung's doing. But on paper, anyway, it should technically be better, right, with F1.8. So that's official and awesome. After that, kind of with you, I don't know, like, are, are they just going to give us another plastic phone? No, no, there's leather. Forgot about the leather. Okay, so the invite... <laughs> shows a phone and it shows the camera on the back with the laser autofocus and the button arrangement. And then there's leather. So LG, instead of going glass is maybe going to go leather. That would be ridiculous. Um, I mean, just the, <laughs> oh, come on. I mean, the Moto X has leather and I love that thing. Yeah, sure. I mean, I get that. It's just an invite, but um, if, I mean, say Theoretically, that was it, and a seam goes right down the middle. Uh, I I don't know what to say. Um, I still I don't even know if that confirms that LG is actually using leather. You know, maybe it's just going to have a lot of leather like UI enhancements. You know, like it looks oh like leather on my screen. Oh God, please no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so who knows? Um, I don't think the phone's going to be leather, or you know, maybe there's going to be a, a case that's leather or something. I don't think any part of this phone will be leather. LG is a major corporation, and I could see Motorola doing that type of stuff, you know, taking a chance with Moto Maker and, you know, outsourcing the leather from a U.S. company. LG is based in Korea. I don't know if they can really uh, mass produce a phone that features leather, where those cows are going to come from, where they're going to get their leather. I just don't know how, how it works over there. I can see a U.S. company doing that. I can't see a Korean company doing that and then spreading it across the world. I just don't see it. I kind of think they're going to go leather. No way, dude. You can't quality control across that huge of a market. Well, they just, just use it. really cheap, terrible leather. Like the G-Watch R has the cheapest feeling, worst feeling leather band I've ever touched in my life. They're right. just going to use like leftover G-Watch R leather, I'm sure. Uh, no, see, I, I really, I, I feel much differently on it. I think it was just for the invite and it's just like a cover or something, like a, a special flip cover like maybe. An analogy for something. For premium <laughs> or something, I don't know. I think, I think, they, I think they're going leather. I think they don't want to go glass back and they don't want to go all metal because all metal phones are kind of heavy and not that great in my opinion. So I think they're going to go leather. I've got five bucks saying that there's no piece of leather on any part of this. Okay. Five bucks. Yeah. Uh, That said, like you just mentioned, if they actually like the, 
The thing shows a seam going <laughs> right down the middle. You cannot put a seam right down the middle. First of all, it would just look terrible. Can you imagine every time you grab your phone, you just feel this rumply seam like on the back? Like it just had surgery? I don't want any part of that. It's not aesthetically pleasing. Um, Maybe the CEO of LG would, you know, argue that point. But uh, I don't think think it looks very good. If you're going leather, you got to do it like Moto did. No seams. Just straight up smooth, soft leather. You know, in Motorola, you use... Corween leather. I don't know that LG is going to step the quality up like that, but uh, exactly, they can't exactly. And if they if they use the same leather that we saw in the G Watch R, then everyone's in for a uh, disaster because that leather felt plasticky. It, it you know, feels, like it felt like something out of a Cracker Jack box. It, it feels like plastic, yeah. So, but uh, look at the the leather's really tan and it looks nice and it looks soft in that picture. I'm all for it, but uh, they better do it right. I guess I'll just say that I, I have no problem with them going leather, but yeah, they, they need to do it right. Uh, so that's kind of, Oh, the UX, we forgot to talk about the US. So the UX, UX 4.0, does it look any different than UX 3.0 or whatever was on the G3? It doesn't. Okay. I didn't think so either. Um, it looks even more bright, more colorful and more cartoony, you know? And, and that's what I don't like. I, I don't, I'm not, you know, a 15 year old boy who goes to raves or anything like that. I, I I just want something simple, pleasing to the eye, not so neon, and uh, you know, just something a bit more subtle. So, yeah, it just like to me, like, like the icon set was identical. Um, trying to look through to see what they changed. They did add a manual camera mode, which is awesome because the G3, while the G3's camera was great, mm-hmm. it was one of the most bare bones camera experiences ever. So manual camera mode is actually a pretty big deal. They're doing a, a quick shot, which is really just a creep shot mode. I don't know if you saw that where you can just, um, what do you, you hold down, no, you tap the volume down button like twice with the screen off and it just shoots a picture of like whatever you're f- pointing your phone at. So you don't have to load the camera. You just double tap and it just creep shots. So creep I, shots are dirty. Yeah. So I don't know that we necessarily need that. A lot of people running around creep shotting, but <laughs> they, they added that. Um, they also added like a Google now sort of stream of information. And, you know, it's one of those things like we already have Google now, like, and Google now is letting people integrate with it. So like they should have just integrated with Google now and they updated the calendar app, which Who is cares? what it is. They updated yeah. their gallery app. Same thing is what it is. And they're trying to be, the UI is trying to be smarter. They're calling it smart alerts. Yeah. I don't want, and I don't need my phone to be really smart. I have notifications and I have Google now and all that stuff, which is smart enough for me. I don't know if I need anything well, yeah, so crazy. like their example was, so Google now tries to kind of predict and help you throughout your day. There's like one of their examples was um, it knows that you like to play basketball. And I don't know how it knows that. Um, and it says that uh, it's sunny out today. So since you like to play basketball, you should go outside and play basketball. <laughs> I don't know that I needed to tell me that. <laughs> Stupid phone. Don't tell me what to do. Right. Yeah. That's like your phone telling you like what you should be doing instead of saying like things coming. Exactly. Um, (laughs) It seems like an awkward uh, thing. I don't like phones may get to the point where they're too smart and they actually start forcing us. Like you can't use your phone unless you go outside for an hour. Can you imagine? (laughs) Oh, that'd be bad. Uh, And the slogan for LG UX 4.0 is for your special experience. 
<laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not making this stuff up. I don't even know what that means. I think it was just poorly translated from Korean to like from something else, you know? Yeah. For your uh, special experience. I mean, probably. It actually, yeah, because they did release this on their Korean social media site. And then like the next day they released all the English versions of it. So <laughs> I guess I could stop laughing. I didn't go look at the English version, but it was a day late. So anyways, that's also official. Uh, so we know what the camera, we know LG UX. Oh, they're also putting in an eight megapixel front camera that they've developed as well. Although we don't know that many stats about that. Totally uh, necessary. Yeah. So, and then the leather thing, April 28th. And then there's pretty recent reports, actually a benchmark surface today that uh at gfx bench that everyone believes is the uh the g4 and it shows a snapdragon 808 processor so lg used an 810 in the g flex 2 we all know the 810 has all sorts of issues and basically everyone's needing to throttle the hell out of it so it doesn't melt your face (laughs) and so it looks like g4 is going uh snapdragon 808 which is probably not a problem just maybe slight performance adjustment there although if they don't have to throttle the hell out of it maybe it'll perform better than phones with the 810 right yeah i think it's quite possible you won't see much of a difference at all the only difference i would think that you'll see in like using the phone would possibly be during like heavy like 3d gaming or something or vr usage or something like that um yeah, all the new that Snapdragon 810 uses the adreno 420 gpu the 808 uses a 418 Actually, it's even worse than that. So the 805, it has the 420. The Snapdragon 810 uses a 430. And then the 808 actually uses a lesser GPU than the 805, which is odd. It uses the 418. Oh, 418. So what is different? This isn't really telling me what's different. So it uses a slightly lesser GPU than what's in this Snapdragon 805, which is kind of odd. So... I guess we'll see. I don't think, I mean, I doubt you're going to notice. Much of a case, difference. Yeah. I don't think you're going to notice too much of a difference on paper. You will. And people's going to be like, what the hell? This thing's cheaper than the G flex too, <laughs> but don't worry. That phone wasn't all that good. So yeah, yeah, it'll be, yeah. it'll be fine. It'll I think another fun. thing I saw with the UX 4.0 was that the home buttons, like the lollipop buttons they use. Why do they look so massive? Oh, they look like that on all their phones. On like, the G Flex too. They, yeah, they basically it looks like they they're zoomed magnified. Down, zoomed in. Yeah, they're yeah, huge it, and look really weird. They looked really stupid, yeah. at least in my opinion. Yeah, so it, they were like that on the G Flex too, and I, I kind of got used to it, but it just, yeah, it looked like everything was just blown up. I don't know. Yeah. That's just LG's thing, I think. Well, it makes okay. it, it makes it look like the resolution is super low or something. Yeah, I think it does that on the G3 too. When you get Lollipop, the uh, button's just uh, all blown up. It's just LG's, LG's thing. So, yeah, that's kind of what we're looking at at G4. We don't really know what it's going to look like. Well, we can assume it's going to look sort of like the G3 and the G Flex, that kind of silhouette. Uh, we don't think it's going to be a round display, a curved display. Uh, they already announced the display, I think, a week ago. We talked about it. It's a 5.5-inch quad HD LCD. Uh, it's not curved, as far as we know. They didn't mention that. So, not a curved phone. Um I'd imagine it's going to be about the same size as the G3, which is fine. The G3 was actually a pretty good phone to hold in hand because mm-hmm. it has like zero bezel, which is awesome. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah, like is LG because LG tends to they tend to kind of follow whatever Samsung's doing. But so, like, are we going to get removable battery and SD card slot? I would imagine. I I'd assume that LG they'll stick to will it. stick with all their stuff i don't see them changing course anytime soon yeah probably not 
it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be fun to see what LG does. Cause, uh, last year they, I mean, they had a hell of a year last year with the G3. So hell of a year. I mean, uh, you know, at first it was like totally awesome. You're like, wow, laser autofocus, all this cool stuff. And, mm-hmm. yeah, but then, you know, LG's UI started getting laggy yeah. and you find out that Samsung has a QHD that kicks LG's QHD screens ass. And you're like, man, like LG, I guess this phone isn't as awesome as it was. Like when it first came out, I was like, oh, phone of the year right here. And then, oh, no, four came out and all that stuff. It was, oh, man, yeah. poor G3 got totally overshadowed. And then one plus one and all that. So it had a lot to compete with, even if it had a sweet design with minimal bezel and QHD. For eh. the first half of the year, though, it was probably the phone of the year. I mean, it was better than the S5 and the one M8. Slade. Sure. Slade both, at least in my opinion. Yeah, my so. Uh, so, yeah, the G4 is going to be good, I'm sure. Look, the UI is going to be really bad. It's, is, L- it it's LG. It <laughs> yeah. But the rest of it, the camera is probably going to be awesome. It's kind of a bummer. Like, LG is the new Samsung, like, in terms of the UI and stuff. Now, instead of hating on TouchWiz, I'll hate their LG UX, whatever they're calling it. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't even know that was the name. It was, was like, Nature UI, I thought, and then they changed that was, it. That was Samsung. Oh, God. Yeah. I think with oh. the S4, they called it Nature UI, and everyone went, no, you didn't just call it <laughs> You didn't call it that. Uh, so, yeah, G4, uh, April 28th, New York. Tim will be there to see what happens there. It should be fun. Oh, it's going to be a blast. If anyone's in New York, feel free to hit me up. I'll get a burger with you. Tim will eat lots of burgers with you. Uh, let's see. So, HCC back in the news this week outside of the 1M9 because they announced the 1M9 Plus for China. Uh, I am firmly under the opinion that this should have been the one M nine, not yep. just like some random Chinese device. Total, total slap in the face to any early adopter of the one M M nine. Well, and it's, it's apparently not going anywhere else. HTC is releasing statements to the sites that they actually talk to, which is not us. Nobody. And said, <laughs> yeah. And they said that there, there's no plans for it to go to like North America or Europe. So it's a China only phone, uh, but it's got, it's got a 2K display. Uh, it's got the 20 megapixel camera on the back, also with the duo camera. So it didn't ditch that setup. It's got, and it, oh, and the display's 5.2 inch. So we were under the impression this is going to be like a megaphone, like a note style phone. It's not. It's 5.2 inch quad HD display. Uh, Snapdragon 810 again. Oh, no, they ditched the 810. That's right, for a MediaTek processor, which is what it is. I think MediaTek's going to take over the world pretty soon, I think, actually. Definitely. Um, it's got Sense 7. It's got the Ultra Pixel on the front. It's all metal. Uh, Two cameras rounded on the back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And a round camera on the back, which is the way the M9 should <laughs> be. I don't think it has that really silly... I'm trying to find some of the pictures. I don't think it has that really silly ridge on around the edges that, that HTC put on the one M9. Doesn't appear to. Yeah, I don't think it has that, which is awesome because I hate that. It does it still look, have the buttons on the side, but right. I mean, it looks more like an M8, just with the added fingerprint or the home button, fingerprint sensor, whatever yeah. it is they're going to be calling that. Yeah. Uh, so then they added the is. yeah the fingerprint sensor, which I would imagine is just the same exact one that's in the Galaxy S6, except it's not a button; it's just a sensor. I mean, it no. looks identical. It looks terrible, but it's it's there. It. it yeah, it looks like the designers were kind of fighting over what to do with that area. Like, well, yeah, but we have to have booms down there. And they're like, you know, screw it. We'll just put it right in the middle. Like, <laughs> right in the middle. 
It's not very. It's I mean, not they should have just added like a white HTC bar and just put the like fingerprint in there. Just added another layer. I mean, just stretch the phone out. Just put bars <laughs> all over it. Yep. I mean, they love that black HTC bar so much. Might as well add another one with a fingerprint sensor. Yeah, it's pretty pretty atrocious. Yeah, but this should have been the one M nine. Like this actually. It kept the du- like the duo sensor thing. Yeah, it's kind of gimmicky, but it was like HTC's gimmick. They so they could have kept that and actually put a real camera in it, and then they've got a real fingerprint sensor, which is a big deal, and it's got a quad HD display, which is what modern phones have. And yeah, like this should have been the one M nine, and instead it's not. It's I don't. China. I don't know what HTC is really doing these yeah, days. I don't know either. They also had what the M9 Plus, not the Plus, the uh, the E9. Yeah, the E9. Mm-hmm. This is a lot. They're doing a lot of weird stuff. I think. Yeah. No, maybe not weird to them. I I just find it weird. So. I just feel like H- all HTC is doing anymore is focusing on um, all the other stuff. You know, because they created all these other departments for like home and and optics and then fitness and so they're just they're like we're gonna do this all this other stuff and try to make money we don't really have time for phones anymore that's just kind of how i that's kind of <laughs> the impression i get yeah. like we'll make phones because we're a phone company but we're not really a phone company anymore we're like a consumer electronics company and we're just gonna make all this other stuff anyways that happened that happened yeah uh let's so we, we don't have to spend too much time on this, but Apple watch first reviews are out because today yeah. is uh Apple watch pre-order day, which I pre-ordered because we, we have to know the competition. It's like, it's like the reason I have this iPhone six here. Oh, you blew it. I, everyone asked me, they were like, Oh, is Joy left going to review the Apple watch? And I was like, Oh hell no. Like Kellen ain't buying. I was like, Kellen ain't buying one. We have to, I feel I like it's our duty. I had no idea we had to. <laughs> I guess we haven't really talked about it. I guess I just felt like we probably had to. Like this is their entry into the smartwatch game. And so we, you know, if we're going to talk about a bunch of trash about it, we should probably know how it works, right? You're absolutely right. At least tell me you got the edition. <laughs> no, I mean, we're not balling like that right now. Maybe <laughs> after we review it. If it's the greatest thing ever. And stuff, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll, we'll upgrade or something. We'll say it's the uh, best smartwatch ever. But no, I went with the middle version, which I think is just called Apple Watch. Apple Watch. Because Apple Watch. I figured if we're trashing on it, then at least people can't say, well, you bought the cheap one. You I'll bought like, the no, store, we, you cheap bastards. Yeah, at least I can be like, well, we bought the nice middle one. Yeah. So, well, okay, tell me what kind of bands, colors, or anything like that. What would you get? Oh, I just went. Well, I went 42 millimeter. But I'm like, I saw somebody with the 42 millimeter next to the 38 millimeter, and I was like, that 42 millimeter thing is huge. Like, <laughs> could have gone with the little little guy. Uh, I just went, I think, with like a white band. I didn't want to like go with an expensive band. I went with like the $600 model, which I think is the base price for the watch version. The watch, it's not an edition. The watch version. Mm. Can't even talk about these things without trying to figure out what to refer to them as. It's the most annoying thing ever. It's yeah, it's a pretty awful naming scheme. It's the worst thing ever. So it's not going to come to like next May or something, I think. So who knows when we'll get it. And don't worry, we're not going to like bombard you guys with this stuff. I just want to use it to familiarize myself with it. See if they're doing anything cool or not. We may do a little review. We may not. I just kind of want to compare it to Android Wear and stuff like that. You're a lover of tech. You have every right to want to uh, try it out and all that. Yeah. So I, you know, I I mistook you for someone else. I thought that you were just not going to get 
it. I thought you hated it, maybe. But well, it, I do. It, I think it, it makes stupid. sense. It makes sense that you got one. Did so? You stayed up late last night and got no, it. No, I totally forgot. I totally forgot. And okay. then this morning, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right." People ordered iWatch, Apple watches last night, and I got on there, and the watch sports delayed till like. I don't know, 2020. And then the edition one, obviously I'm not spending that kind of money on it. You're not Katy Perry. Yeah. And then the middle one was like middle of May, which is really only a few weeks away. So I don't think it's really delayed the regular one. Like everyone bought the cheap one because it's uh, not even cheap, but it's the least expensive one. Yeah, because they're cheap. And then I all and then the other people balled out and went with like gold version, I think. I think that's it. I don't think anyone's buying the middle one that we just bought. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I saw a quote from Tim Cook saying that pre-orders were great. Great, yeah. Yeah, you know, and I feel like that's that's a good thing. Well, not I mean, not a good thing for them. I think that's that that shows that it's possibly not doing very well because right. if they if imagine if they were like breaking records or something like that, he'd be saying something much different than just great. Well, he doesn't I would agree that great doesn't sound all that great, but at the same time, get ready for it. Because first of all, there's no records to be broken other than Android ones, right? Because they haven't said it because this is their first one. So they're gonna come out and say that they, you know, ten thousand times broke percentage broke the record for Android or whatever. We sold more Android Wear in an hour or more smartwatches than Android Wear did in ever. We did yeah. it in ten minutes. Like you're gonna hear it all. It's gonna be it's gonna be annoying. Uh, but if you know, if Apple only sells like a million, like that doesn't seem like a good thing for Apple. Right. I think hardcore Apple fans should already know this. But Apple has a tendency to kind of, they lead with one foot. They, they say, take the uh, 5, for example. Uh, the iPhone 5 was totally awesome, but then it's always about the iPhone 5S. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people that are familiar with Apple will know that it's possibly better and a smarter decision to wait for the second gen of the Apple Watch. That way they can work through a lot of the hiccups that they find with the uh, first Apple Watch. Of course, early adopters could care less about hiccups and glitches and whatever. Right. But um, I think if you were going to get a watch like this and spend, and spend that much money, it would be wiser uh, to wait for the second gen, regardless of whether you like iOS or Android or whatever. Yeah, so all the early reviews, there's only like... A handful. There's not many. Apple did not give this out to very Everybody. many, very many press outlets. Uh, but most of the people said uh, this thing is super beautiful, which I'd argue it's not that great looking, but <laughs> it, it's really beautiful and it feels nice. And I like wearing it and all this stuff. But then almost everyone said it's kind of overwhelming to use because there's so many settings and there's like two companion apps and like all of your notifications are turned on by default and you have to like customize. Uh, it's like totally un-Apple, right? Because Apple usually just gives you stuff and it's like, it just works. works. Yeah. This thing is like, you have to spend time with it in order to get it working so that it's not annoying the hell out of you, I think all day, which is really interesting. It's a complete opposite pro- approach of kind of what Google's doing. Well, I guess with Google, you do kind of have to turn off some notifications too. But um, so everyone said that. And then almost everyone that reviewed it also said like, like I'm a tech person, so I'm probably going to get this because I have to, but most people probably shouldn't buy this because there's really no need for it in your life yet. Like Apple, you know, we talked about a lot, especially with Ron, like how smartwatches, no one's told us yet why we really need this in our life. And no one's created like the reason why you need this. And everyone said, you know, Apple hasn't, they haven't done that either. Like they haven't figured out why you need this in your life other than 
you have money to spend and you're an Apple fanboy, and you know, like those are the reasons, you know, we understood from the beginning people were going to buy it. Uh, and so, yeah, Apple hasn't proven why like you need this. And so, like you just said, makes sense for people to wait. Like this is not one of those products you just go like with Android Wear. You can get into Android Wear for cheap. Like the Moto 360 today dropped to a buck eighty. Like you can go buy it for relatively cheap and get into a smartwatch and test it out. And you're not breaking the bank. The Apple Watch you can't do that. Like it starts at three fifty and then jumps crazily up to like five six hundred. I think I just spent six hundred bucks on this stupid thing today or something. So it's not like oh I'm just going to dabble in the first watch. Like you have to invest in this thing. And so yeah you should wait for the second one. Like this is not something like your average casual tech guy should go by. Number one, it's confusing. And number two, it's expensive. And number three, like you just said, the better version, which might actually be worth it is going to be out in like a year. It doesn't even have GPS. So even for people who want to use um, it for racing and you know, a marathon or something like that, yeah. it has to be synced to your iPhone. So yep. And the battery life apparently is under a day. It's exactly. worse than Android Wear by a mile. Yeah, so by the time you set it all up, turn off all those notifications, the thing's dead, and you're screwed. <laughs> Pretty much. And you got to buy a special little dongle to charge it, I'm sure, which probably costs 200 bucks. It, it comes with you know the little slap charger thing where you can just like whack it on the little charger. But oh, man. yeah, it, it, it... For being Apple, let yeah. me just say, for being Apple, they could have done so much better. Like I, you know, I think of Didn't Apple. You expect I, more, yeah. Of course, I expect quality hardware. For for one, I thought they were going to have a circular display. I mean, I would have put money on that. Just knowing Apple, they would have said a classic timepiece. You know, and that Johnny Ive voice and stuff. I thought for sure it'd be round. I never yeah. thought they'd bring out the calculator style. Yeah, totally. It's so un-Apple. It's funny. So <laughs> I would agree. It's, yeah on apple next year they'll have a really cool looking round one i bet oh i guarantee I, yeah yeah absolutely and it's going to be 200 dollars extra if you want that sweet because they're going to have to invent the technology yeah. that allows it to be circular right. so right. just wait for the patents to be filed and everything will go through johnny ives gonna be a freaking billionaire by the time he's dead yeah apple seems to make all of their money by creating a product that you need the second version of right. so like they sell you the first one because you think you need it because it's the first and it's apple knowing inside that the second one's already in the pipeline is going to be better and that you're going to spend more money to upgrade. Like it's this, it's this brilliant cycle they have everyone on and it's just infuriating to watch. Yeah. From the outside, not being like a hardcore Apple consumer, it is, it seems clear to me that Apple spends much more money on marketing than they do design anymore. Uh, I mean, I mean, we see what, what is, what is, yeah, exactly. Well, we have the MacBook. It's got a mobile processor. They're charging over a grand for it. And the thing is, like, it's just a netbook. <laughs> it's really ridiculous. Yeah. If you haven't seen the video of that guy giving the interview, the Apple engineer giving the interview, <laughs> I mean, that's really what this is. <laughs> yeah. So, and this, this is one of the funniest videos of the year. Absolutely, bar, yeah. a single port, like for power <laughs> and peripherals. Like, give me a break. So it, it's really, I think they're all just laughing. I, I don't want to say yeah. that Apple's just laughing at the people who buy their stuff, but I could see it. Why not? Yeah. It just seems like uh, their marketing team is, they all need to just be millionaires because they are so smart with making people think that their products are by far superior to anything else on the market when it's yeah. not necessarily true. No. I mean, so you got the Chromebook Pixel. That thing at least has two USB-C uh, Type-C ports. Yeah. MacBook costs more than a grand. It doesn't even have a touch screen. 
and and it's like you know starts at 1300 bucks or something the pixel also doesn't use a mobile processor i don't think exactly so <laughs> yeah it is, it is what it is yeah so there was two product apple product reviews this week the apple watch and then that new macbook uh it, it was just you you watch you, you watch the all the all the reviews come out and all of them were critical of both products and then at the end they were like uh, but I kind of want one, and this is probably the future, so <laughs> it has a lot of potential. You should maybe you should buy it. Maybe I want to buy it, but it's just like, come on, just you can trash on an Apple product. Apple will probably still give you another review unit. Just it's just gross. Anyways, the uh, the Moto the Moto three sixty scored higher in overall like one out of 10 on one site and the apple watch scored less than the moto 360 yet somehow the Mo- the apple watch is better than the moto 360 it's kind of been all over nah. so, the, the, so the verge yeah they rated the, the moto 360 like an 8.4 and uh the apple watch a seven and they were like but it's the best smart watch <laughs> and, and look to, to be fair to them the moto 360 was done like months ago and so things have obviously changed and so they were rating it for that time period the moto 360 sure. and things do change and so like i uh, i get how those numbers can be different um but yeah it, it look it's, it's when you watch these some of these select sites that get this stuff early um like they're they're getting the stuff early. It's from Apple. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, you're feeling special, so you want to talk up Apple a little bit. Keep getting that money, feeling good. <laughs> Just gotta talk them up a little bit, even if it's not exactly what you think it should be. I just, you know, chills. <laughs> not the verge, but you know. Like it's it's a difficult position. Ron and I were talking about this earlier. Like if you're if you're on Apple's list of sites that gets to review Apple stuff early, like you have to be kind of careful Absolutely. because Apple's they will cut you off in a hurry if they know that you're going to be pretty damn negative about their stuff. They're just not going to let you have their stuff. They've been like that for years. Um, and I'm not saying that like everyone that reviews Apple products is just going to guaranteed to be like really positive. That's not the case. That's not what I'm saying. But like they, you, you probably have to be somewhat careful. I don't, I don't remember the last time I saw an Apple product get reviewed and just somebody trash it. And maybe that's because, you know, they're all good and everyone thinks they're good, but it's a fine line and blame Apple for that, by the way, don't blame the media for that. Uh, okay. What else do you want to talk about? What else is out there? Oh, Star Wars. Star, Star Wars. Wars. Star Wars now available digitally. Google Play, Amazon, iTunes. Good stuff there. Uh, 90 bucks, right? If you want the whole collection, one through six. Or you can buy them individually for 20 bucks a piece. There's new bonus footage and stuff if you're into watching. Do you ever watch bonus footage? No. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean... Uh, who has that kind of time? I don't you know. know. Like I, I contemplated buying it, but then I'm, you know, we have like a little, we have a chat that all of the DL people talk to and one another. I was like, I already have VHS, <laughs> DVD, Blu-ray. Do I really need the digital? And does it really like offer anything for ninety dollars? Um, yeah, I'll probably have to pick up the the episode four through six just because. But um, I don't need one through three or any type of special features that those could possibly come with. Um, yeah. Character breakdowns of each Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn. The, I just feel least. like I have to get them because like, what if, what if 
traveling to, well, I mean, we're going to apparently have to travel the globe now because uh, companies won't do U.S. press satellite events. So what if we're like going to Germany for uh, some event and I need to watch Star Wars? Then I can have it. I don't have to like pirate it. And if it's on VHS, I'm screwed. You're definitely screwed if it's on VHS. I don't you know. I, I, my VHS tapes, I like that Star Wars better than these digitally enhanced Star Wars. Oh, yeah. You know, like there's a lot of different things like, um, uh, in the desert, you know, the, uh, the monsters coming up, skipping my mind, the name of it right now, but like that thing isn't so digital and corny in the old VHS tapes. It's all like latex and badass. Yeah. And this one, it just looks like a cartoon thingy, like a, uh, killer tomatoes or the uh, n- nightmare uh the uh and eh, never mind anyway i don't I, like the design everyone knows what you mean the the george lucas screwed up really bad when he bat- first of all the the episodes one through three are just they are what they are we all know right. but like when he went back and started adding digital crap to the original that was when he crossed the line and that's basically when everyone said george lucas just go away dude just go away it's rude go away well, he, he is did. gone now. So yeah, he, he is gone now. We appreciate you, George. We but, love you, but get the hell out. <laughs> stop touching our movies. Stop touching our classics and putting weird, like animated creatures oh, and things. Yeah, it's just not necessary. We didn't need the extra stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All Either right. way, we did. We did give away uh, the entire collection uh, to one lucky reader the other day. We did, and he still hasn't responded. So we're probably going to give it away to somebody else. Yeah, Will J, if you hear this, please answer our email. So we I think can we've given him 24 movies. hours, which is usually... Maybe we'll give him another 24. We'll give him another 24, and then, yeah, we'll... He's got 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it to somebody else, because, yeah, not fair. People yeah. need their Star Wars. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Oh, you want to talk about an app or a game? Yeah, I have one game that recently came out. I believe it came out this morning. Uh yeah, I mean, when I saw it this morning on Google Play, it had like 10 downloads, but I've heard of the game before, so I was like, oh, this must be new. Uh, but the game is called School Duggery with an exclamation point. I'm going to link it here in the chat just for all my fellow Android fanatics here. All right, it is linked. School Duggery, uh, I believe it was free to download. It does have in app purchases, but in School Duggery, you are a school. And it's kind of like Angry Birds and where you pull back on the skull to fling the skull and you're trying to collect coins. And what I believe you are collecting taxes from deadbeats in the afterlife. So uh, to me, it makes it sound like you're in hell or something and you're collecting money or something. But from, from what I played, you're in classrooms just collecting coins and collecting pieces of art. And then in the end, uh, you collect keys, and these keys can be used to unlock new skulls. There's boss battles. Uh, it's a really fun game. It's won a lot of uh, different awards for design and gameplay. Um, won awards at PAX Prime, I believe. Official selection choice. So Skullduggery, it's a really fun game. I, I enjoyed it. I played it on the S6 Edge. Performed fantastically thanks to the uh, octa-core Exynos processor. But Skullduggery, check it out. I was going to write it up today, but I got way too busy with my S6 Edge review, so I'll probably write it up next week. That way, everyone in the world can know about Skullduggery and its availability on Android. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's free. I may have to download it. Yeah, it's not bad. And the, the in-app purchases are not in your face. I didn't. You don't need them to... Uh, 
complete a level or anything like that. So don't be silly. I'll just install in the M9 right now. I need to uh, see if I can melt my face with the M9. So Don't worry. It shouldn't be too hard. Oh, speaking of the M9, we need to touch on this. So there's there's these stories yesterday floating around about M9 getting a magical camera update that fixes it and turns it into some great new camera. We need to talk about this because that's, that's complete BS. So the the international variant, that was what all the early reviews were based on. It was crap. And then HTC pushed an update up to it like two days before those embargoes all lifted. And that update addressed camera and improved the camera and throttled the processor so it stopped melting things. Um, And so those reviews that were out, so like everyone that had those early early review units, including MKBHD, who just put his review out, they had this updated camera software and all the reviews that all said the camera's terrible uh, we're based off of that. So yesterday, HTC started pushing an update to like the T-Mobile variant. Like my AT&T variant doesn't have the update yet. Uh, but to T-Mobile, and it, it's the camera update that all of those international variants already got, that all of their reviews were based on. And so th- there was this like headline grabbing thing running around yesterday that was like, M9 gets another camera update that makes it drastically better. It, that's not the case. It's the update that all those international people already reviewed and all still said it's crap. And look, I've looked at some of the the compare, photo comparisons of this new T-Mobile update. Uh, Computer World had some and our friends at Fandroid had some. And the, the pictures still don't look good. So even if it's an improvement, which it is because it was like the pre-production terrible camera software it's still not good. So I don't mean to just trash on the M9 somewhere. I just want to get that clear. We had a bunch of people reach out and go, look, this software update totally makes the camera more awesome. And that's not actually true. It's the update we've already seen reviews on and it's, it's, it's not that great either. So anyways, it's really unfortunate. Clear you know? I think HTC really shot themselves in the foot this year with uh, the one M9. I don't know. I will wait for your final review. Cause I've played with the one M9 myself for like five minutes and uh, HTC doesn't want to send me one because they hate me. And um, so I'll probably never get to play with it, <laughs> but <laughs> it is what it is. It's uh, look, I'm back on it because I, you have we need, to, we need to get this review out for the people interested in it. But uh, like you just compare it to the S six and it just, it just doesn't really compare. There's a bunch of little things in it too, uh, that are reminding me of why I wasn't a huge fan of the M eight. Um, which I'll touch on in the review, but you know, it's, it's a phone for some people. I just don't think it's a phone for a lot of people, unfortunately for HTC. So we'll get there. One All day. Right. Anything else you want to talk about? Oh, I think that'll do it. I hope everyone has a freaking awesome weekend. I'm going to, I don't know what you're doing this weekend, but I have, I have a 10 K. Uh, 10 K. What is that? Like four it's, miles? No, it's only six. Oh, only six. 6.2. Okay. It's actually, it's bridge to bruise in Portland. It's actually cool. Like you run over the 405, which is, uh-huh. and uh, then there's lots of beer afterwards. So that never sound healthy to me. I feel like I would bar for something like that running and then drinking. It's that. actually kind of awesome. It like pushes you to run towards the finish line. Cause you're like, nah, I'm just going to go drink beer. Interesting. I, I mean, they give you water too. Oh, and, well, that's nice. And then beer. Uh, can't go wrong with a beer after running. 
Yeah. Um, someone's asking in the chat, any job updates? Yeah, we have officially uh, reached our, like, we have 13 candidates, finalists that we're looking at. Mm-hmm. And um, in time, over the next week, we'll be reaching out to the people who we decide on. So no names for you yet, but we are working on it. Uh, but we're doing it very diligently because we want to make sure that we have uh, we get the best people in with us. And, they and we also money. had Samsung phone reviews to do. So <laughs> we're, Yeah, we're kind of busy people. So <laughs> we're we, busy. Exactly. We can't tell us HR and PR and writers. It's not yeah. easy, man. And yeah, we're not corporately owned. We yeah, do it all. Blogging's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Battery life sucks when you blog, apparently. Two hours of screen on time. <laughs> I think it's your house, dude. Your house has really poor reception, I guess. It must be. The only thing is like battery life on every single carrier sucks. So it just I just must have like the worst location ever. And I know you can't look at like um bars, but like T Mobile service here, it says I have like full coverage. ATT is pretty much the same. Verizon, it says I have two bars. Like I know I have terrible Verizon coverage. Right. I guess I need to look at the uh, actual strength of signal. It must be. I must just live in a hole. Although your Galaxy S6 numbers weren't that much better than mine. so No, and I don't live in a hole. I'm rocking the full bars of T-Mobile's LTE, whatever that means. Um, I was on LTE downtown. I saw really kind of poor speeds. It was like 13 down and only 1.3 up or something. I was like, the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I thought this was like America's most capacitive or data like strong. Most, yeah, data strong. Give me a break. Um, Come on, I, see, and I ran a speed test here, and I got like forty and twelve. Like yeah. I got, it's really fast here. So that's why I don't. I thought I was going to have amazing battery life, but yeah, I apparently I must live in a hole. That's all I can figure. It. Yeah, the hole is yeah. that is your cave. Be, so, all right, cool. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, everyone. We have a fantastic mid-April weekend. M9 review next week. Uh, yeah, it should be fun. Then we're getting ready for G4. So it just never stops. And then it's IO. And then it's whatever Motorola is doing. It's going to, it just never slows. It's fun. So uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Droid Life. Peace. Peace.